Yeah, so uh, are we uh, we good? We go, we're recording? We should, we're yeah, we okay. should be good. All right. Yeah. Um, welcome to the fourth episode of the Shadow Room. I am joined by... Brandon, nice to meet you. And also... Omar. And uh, we also have a hidden fourth guest you'll probably be hearing from soon. It is Mr. Fire Alarm, because uh, do you need uh, some batteries, bro? I can run to my house real quick, get that handled. But, uh, oh, you're not, okay. Yeah, okay, so he doesn't need batteries. Um, moving on, um, you might be hearing the uh, fire alarm soon. That's what I'm waiting for, actually, is to, to move. There it is. All right, cool. There it so is. now that we're joined by uh, our fourth and final guest, let's just move right on into it. So how do you guys feel about the big news? And I know that's what you're all thinking about. Because everyone's thinking about Chris Bosch is going to. No, 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 no. no. Oh. This, is the, this is the big news, okay? Oh, okay, okay. The world's first flying taxi in Dubai. Oh Whoa. shit! Damn, is that wait? Actually, uh, wait. It's actually a real thing. Yeah. Wait, is it the Uber-sponsored one? Uh, I don't know. It, it looks like an airplane, and to call it a taxi is really more of an understatement because it's a it's a helicopter. It's like it's like a personal helicopter, ask, right? Yeah. It's pretty much a personal helicopter, yeah. But uh, you know, Dubai is pretty much doing everything first, including of course uh, flying people, right? You know, yeah, just gliders, it's that oil money, and, man. Uh, the world's Absolutely. tallest planet, or <clears throat> the world's tallest tower. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? A mighty planet to conquer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that's dope. Like, how did that come to be? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm just reading it on Twitter right now that the world's first taxi, flying taxi, is uh, taking off in uh, Dubai right now, and it looks like it has uh, a ring of propellers above Ooh, it. So, so it's like a drone. So a drone. Yeah, it looks like a, a big white drone that only two people can fit in, and you and your giant robe can fit in there, like these guys are right now with their big sandals. I and, just want to uh, know how much actually would cost. Right, is probably it cost about a million dollars per ride. But really? you know, right. these guys got it. So I mean, I don't think it would be that expensive. I'd hope. I, not. At that I hope point, it would be. I, I mean, at it's that the point, I just first flying taxi what are you gonna but per, I just, 10 bucks per ride like, I, I don't just, know i just feel like it, it shouldn't be that much i mean you can get I a mean, helicopter ride yo, for fifty thousand or something like that what are you talking about you can go down ride? to like las vegas boulevard and do a helicopter ride around the las vegas strip for 100 bucks right but that's it's it's a predetermined flight path. right we're you in dubai yeah. you don't this get to pick where you want to yeah, go this shit's you know flying I mean? over like people's houses and right stuff. like, like to like, edc is a thousand dollars okay or a couple of cheese so okay. Yeah, so like that's why I'm like I don't think it's gonna be that expensive. It just yeah, doesn't make be. sense, you know. I, I probably maybe like a hundred to two hundred a trip, maybe. I could see a price for, price range like that. Yeah, like it, it makes sense because it's only going building building. It's just avoiding yeah. the traffic downstairs. And Dubai's not that big. Yeah. So, well, actually, I I don't know that accurate. I think Dubai is uh, a little bit bigger than Las Vegas. Don't quote me on that though, but it's not that big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, imagine like you going from your like your house to the strip in a helicopter. I don't think it's going be a waste of money. If you ask me, <laughs> it'd be pretty bold. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Unless I were P Diddy, it's part of the lifestyle. Unless, and I had a meat coat on. Hold on, but like, how fast do you think you would get there? But that's really irrelevant because fast. my my wallet is hurting uh. after that. I mean, it doesn't matter how fast I get there. Well, if you right. live in Dubai, your wallet would probably you know, it has be to be pretty. Yeah, fast. you're not really budgeting <laughs> if you're living in Dubai. Yeah. No, true. you're not. <laughs> So you guys, uh, you guys follow sports at all? You guys watch that at all? Yeah, you guys yeah. watch the crazy season of uh, basketball this summer? Oh, the trades and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah like Chris Bosh staying in Miami. Chris, <laughs> Chris Bosh is actually not playing basketball anymore. Oh, he did he, he has some blood clot condition. Oh, he, he had to be out I didn't hear so. about that. Yeah, so he he's doing okay, but uh, he just can't play basketball. But No more rings. Man, it's just been a complete like drama TMZ. Just First it was... Uh, Irving, Kyrie, yeah. First it was Kyrie switching to uh, the Celtics, and then, and then it was Derrick Rose to the Cavs. I guess I missed that. No, apparently. no, no, no. There's so, so many things that went on. Yeah, so that happened, but everybody was like, "Oh, well, it's just Derrick Rose going to the Cavs." You know, he's always injury, uh, injury, <laughs> it's injured, so and up like, to say, yeah. like it, it, it is fucked up. But like at the same it's time, what happens. it's exactly. True. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, he's already known for that, and then it was 
Well, well I, what I think that D Rose happened was when they traded Melo. Yeah, so I so, think it was a partnership like to set up that deal. Yeah, I think because Melo also got in there, but Melo he was trying to go to uh, I think Houston first, and then they said no because he yeah. wanted to play with Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah, and that would have been deadly too. But oh, yeah. that would have been deadly. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, Actually, that trade was pretty good. Taking Chris Paul to Houston. Oh, fuck you, dude. That was my <laughs> that was starting point guard. Yeah, that was my yeah. best player. Man. I mean, but I'm yeah, sorry yeah, to the Celtics. I mean, to the, the Clippers are the done, Clippers, dude. Yeah. We're cursed forever. Where, so. Where's Griffin gonna go? He's staying there. Uh, DeAndre's there too. But uh, you guys hear about that whole uh, Steph Curry getting uninvited to the White House? Yeah. After he rejected. Right. Well, hold on. He didn't even rep- reply. So the whole like drama thing is because Steph Curry and the Warriors took too long to respond. So Trump took that as an insult and then revoked the invite and was very but public about it in a tweet. Bitter. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's childish on both ends because, I mean, he, you know, you don't want to go there, but he is the president and you guys are a championship team. Yeah. But Save same- face and just go. But like. But if you well, you see the drama that's it sparked because they didn't go. I mean, it's pretty stupid. I mean, yeah, but at, still at the same time, like you have to like understand, like you can't just be going there if you don't want to go. Like, it, yeah, it is an honor, but if if you have the option to say no, like what's wrong with him saying no? I know it's just like me. there's been times like where other NFL like there's been players in that like that said no to go to yeah. Obama. Why? Because there's reasons. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's it's Brady childish. It's Brady ch- didn't go to. It's go childish to on both ends. And he didn't man. get mad about that. No, huh. yeah. we, d- we didn't even make a big deal out of it. They were like, "Oh, he just can't go." Yeah, he just doesn't want to go. And why would we, you know, make a deal out of it? They just don't want to go. But the thing is, like, we we have a president that's making a big deal out of everything. Right. Yeah, anything well, that involves him, he's making a big deal. Right. Yeah. Let's put that clarification. And because. everything involves him. Yeah, apparently, it's even if it apparently not Puerto Rico though. That's what I was gonna say, man. With, with all this BS going on with you know the the sports drama, like that's one thing. Yeah. But we got people that are actually suffering from natural disasters that I feel like it's not really being addressed too well. Right. But at the same time, it's like how do you, I mean, people don't really care. They care more about the national anthem than they do about you know natural Help, disasters. Helping out, right. helping out other American citizens. other American citizens. The yeah. most patriotic thing that we could do help out you know you but, know one of each other. But who who knows. But anyway, it's during uh, sports season, so we'll, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get back else. to him after the Super Bowl in February. So, yeah. uh, and then you know, because baseball's still going, or what? Well, no, basketball's still going on. We have to wait until there's no sports yeah, going yeah, on. Wait, yeah, yeah, but, but that that never, that's like a month, right? It never happens though. There's yeah, like there's one month. Something. Something's always going. Yeah, on. yeah. So, that's funny. I mean, we'll get back to him later. Yeah, maybe well, if there's like a solar eclipse and the sports just stop happening one month, <laughs> and may- maybe we'll get to him. But maybe you know, anyways, only then. So, uh, how, how's work been, dude? How, you know, you've been working crazy. crazy. Yeah, so like... They have you doing literally everything over there. They have you lifting yeah. up, you know, the girls on tables and stuff. That's and basically <laughs> what I've been doing, yeah. <laughs> nice. No, I, nice. It's just been crazy. It's been like... I've been working crazy hours. I think I clocked in, I think, an extra like 15 why don't hours. You, why don't you tell the podcast what you do now? You're you're a full-time stripper, right? Down at yeah. Ch- Chippendales? Yep. That, that's oh, yeah. Chippendales. Exactly you used to be at uh, Hooters, but yeah. they, they got the mix-up and then now you're at Chippendales. Yeah, like... And I just and they were like, no, we can't have this. It's like, but the I'm hooters pulling. were too hooting, and then yeah, they were like, like, yeah, like I, I was pulling. I was the other pull, strippers. Yeah, dude, no, I was I was outshining the other girls. It was a gender no issue, was really. It really was. But nobody wanted to say it was a gender no, no, issue, no, no, right? No, no, no. And, and that's where right. I had your back, bro. Dude, I know. But you were there. I, I feel like Chippendales. I know I was there. I spent a lot of money there. Yeah. But Chippendales is really like a, the home for you. So I'm just kidding. What do you do? So right now I'm kind of they're kind of shaping me to be like the social media director for Vegas. So that's cool. For what though? Wait, uh, explain. Uh, I work for uh, a fairly large company that has a very small market here in Vegas. There you and go. 
it's it's in the media it's in the media so we we are involved with like artists and stuff like that and i'm slowly and surely becoming like their uh social media director which is pretty cool which i had to learn a lot of people and i've got to meet really interesting uh industry people which i would never imagine of meeting and like yeah. yeah, but a, an individual at your age to be able to do what I can't, we can't really go into the specifics of his job because it's that like dope. It's actually really cool because the people that I work with are a lot older than me. Like, That's I'm, what I mean, man. When, when I mean like a lot older, I'm talking about like these people are like in their 50s. Yeah. yeah. And they have Most no idea how to do any of this editing stuff or anything. Well, so. it's not, it's not that like, w- no, well in my office, a lot of them are like their late 30s and stuff like that. And they're, they're in, like they get what social media can do and stuff like that, but they just don't understand the power of it. So it's like really, it's like working against the grain for, yeah. uh, for a lot of it. Cause yeah. they're like, no, we, 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 want this out. Like now it's like, no, 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 no. hold on to it. Like watch. Make like, it we, ha- we had a Santana interview and they wanted it released like immediately. Like, well, the Santana interview, there's no purpose for it. Well, now Santana is going to do redo his, uh, uh, residency. And he, I think his first show was last week, and we released. Use it, yeah. And we re, we really re, we re released the video for the interview that we did, <clears throat> and it was really cool because like it got more traction than the first time that we got it because it's like all oh, this, and then like a big uh, reggaeton artist uh, was seen and Yandel came back and they have a hit together like they used to be a duo and then they split ways and just like two weeks ago they released a song together again after like five years did you guys do like an interview with him and we did an interview with one of them recently because we had a private event and we asked him hey when is the reunion tour or anything coming up i was like oh you guys are gonna have to wait like a little bit because you you guys are definitely gonna find out so i tease it as like oh did he did he tell us that he was gonna release this song this time like i i did it super clickbaity and it worked out nice so it's one of those weird things where like they 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 didn't understand like the the well it's trying to understand the 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 term trending really oh it's not even that it's just like understanding like all right we have the stuff already with artists and we have like interviews and stuff like that we can re-release them they're like no we can't i was like yes we can because now that it's more relevant now or we could just hold on to them like it doesn't matter we don't have to release it that same day right like if something controvers like some controversy goes out we can promote that old video we can re like we can re-release what they said so like if we we can rewatch it see if they said anything in particular and we could just blow it up from there and they don't understand that concept but yeah. it's, it's it's something that it, it's going to take a little bit for me to like have them understand but yeah i mean when it works it works you know yeah right absolutely why don't you uh give us a little taste as to what you do for a living oh well i am currently working down in the las vegas strip uh, we'll let you know exactly where <laughs> when yeah, and yeah. <laughs> i am uh, a server on the las vegas strip and let me nice. tell you about being a server on the las vegas strip all right this is a lifestyle the food industry is no joke here and in my current position i uh, granted i came from the bottom so i had to start all the way from polisher buster yep. all of that jazz you know uh, now I'm serving, and I have never been trained so hard in my patience until <laughs> I have worked this job. Really? Is it yes. with the customers or yes. staff or with everything? With everything, what you are is the forefront of the entire group of people yeah. that you work with. Essentially, yeah. you are the face. You are the productivity. Uh, you know, you're the seller. Really? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Everything you do is reflected. Well, let me rephrase that. Everything and your crew is reflected solely on you. Right. So if your bus is doing bad, 
you get all the negativity from that. Right. You lose all the money. Because you can't that. complain to the busser. You I complain mean, you, to the I mean, you to the can waiter. complain to him, I'm yeah. guessing. It's but really like your waiter, though, you're going to take it out on. Well, I mean, exactly. like, the, the, the thing is, like, you can only do so much. Uh, excuse, have you seen some of these people that dine in these restaurants? You can do a lot more, sir, is what they would say. Not oh, me, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you that, can do a lot I've, more, sir. That's 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 the tip that's of the That's the attitude. That's the, yeah, I mean. I've, there's, okay, so here, there's this uh, table the other day. Thankfully, it wasn't mine, right? This lady comes in. She's having a, she's just having a day, you know? She goes there to the table. Already. So we're doing what we're supposed to do. We're clearing the empty setups. We're getting right. off the table. My, my uh, The busser walks to the back. He puts it away. This lady just gets up. Steals another setup from another table, Naturally. slams it back on her table, slams it. creates a scene, right? Right. She's the mind you, this she's the only one dining. She's by <laughs> herself. And and you know, who wonders why? It's probably because <laughs> of your attitude. Anyway, so the my coworker goes up to uh, her and starts taking her order, yada yada yada. She comes back to me and she she says, Hey, you know, did you talk to this lady? I'm like, uh, no, I didn't talk to this lady at all. Why? It's because it's like, uh, she said some guy came up to her and just started ruining her day. I'm like, uh, no, uh, our busser just went and cleared her setups. He didn't say a single thing to her. I saw it go down. Ruin her day. <laughs> so she's literally trying to make things bad. Wow. She's purposely having a bad day. And this isn't an odd occurrence. Like, this happens frequently. So... <laughs> she's she's the type to compl- okay so she ordered the salmon sends it back says the salmon is too fishy like oh wait what the salmon the salmon yeah is I mean, too fishy i mean like oh i'm sorry was your fish too fish what, yeah i mean did what? you want less chicken on yeah, your chicken right? did like, you want did, more yeah what what do, what do you want what me is to do? your agenda here Anyway, what do you ask her? And that's you feel like, did she send it back and be like, could I get you anything else? Or I didn't ask her all the details, but here's the weirdest thing, right? Here's the weirdest thing. Turns out she tipped out 20% anyway. So these are the kind of people you deal with. It's as if they stress you out. So, so she, she put you guys through the ringer. Exactly. Just to tip you anyway. Exactly. I mean, okay. Would you be more insulted if she didn't tip you? Absolutely. All right, but where do you draw the middle ground, though? So, like, do you think it's okay that she treated you like that, even no, though she tipped you? It's or? not okay. It's one hundred percent not okay. But it makes it tolerable. Okay. It makes it so that hey, I didn't waste my time on you, right? Because now, because at okay, least a payout. So, I, I it doesn't apply to every single restaurant, but mine's in particular. If you get a take, if you you know, if you sell products, whatever, 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 your receipt comes out to four hundred dollars, and they don't tip, you still have to tip out. Four hundred dollars right. worth of sales right. to your team. Yeah, so that's coming out of pocket. Yeah, which means that's why you don't want to get stiff, and that's why if you don't tip at a restaurant in America, granted it's not the same universally, but in America in particular, you are literally screwing them over. Yeah, you are literally taking money away from them. And, and, and really? I don't, and I yes. don't mean to that's speak crazy. bad about foreigners or anything, but when I worked as a busser at Lavo, man, I noticed that a lot of foreigners they had the attitude of pompous it, it, it wasn't it wasn't pompous it was more of i don't need to tip you because you're already doing your job right kind of thing and, right. and it was which more is, which is technically true like it technically speaking right tipping should not exist because restaurants should be paying you the livable wage and Absolutely. should not Absolutely. and should not be required to ask the patrons to uh to end pay up, more to, Absolutely. no yeah to basically pay more. oh 
well, we can't afford it, you know, because we're not charging eighty dollars a plate, you right? Know? Right. Like we can't afford to pay, you know, our 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 staff a reasonable wage. Like, yep. can you just pick up the tab? I at think that that's point? why they think that, you know, if they're paying eighty dollars for a plate, like this restaurant must be paying all of its staff amazingly. No, 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 so really, we're making anywhere between two fifty to three twenty five a page an hour. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Two dollars fifty cents. That's two hundred fifty. Yeah. Not two hundred and fifty dollars. That would be amazing. That I, would I be, wouldn't be complaining. He right wouldn't now. be doing the podcast I, right now. <laughs> I would probably be driving around in a Rolls Royce right. doing something. You already you know? got a BMW. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> I mean, there's two sides to this though, because you know. With the tipping system, it makes it so that you are eligible to be making a lot more money yeah. depending on your skill set. And, cu- and clientele. Exactly. And clientele. And if you build that clientele base and you're really great at your job, you could be making anywhere between you know hundred dollars to $150,000 a year. Oh, yeah. Just serving on the strip. Oh, yeah. But if you're bad, you always get bad days, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It can really bring you down. We- and, and it's so stressful because all you do is talk to people all day. Yeah. All you're doing is talking to people and making sure that things are going good. So you're literally the mediator when, yeah. for you know, Every, eight hours on end, literally pleasing people, you know, being essentially a servant, treating them as nobility. So yeah. So when you don't get that tip, when it's kind of like, yeah. it's like a middle finger to the face. It's like, like you didn't do oh, anything Oh, sorry, for me. peasant. Yeah. I didn't leave your gold coin. Uh, I mean, it's always the worst when, when, when they're complaining about, well, hey, why is the food taking so long? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't I you don't... Go complain to my chef? <laughs> I'm just here. I'm, right. here. I'm giving you great service. Your waters are full. Your drinks are on the table. Like, I, can, I did my part. <laughs> I, am, I am here. I'm chatting you up. You're, I'm you're not occupying the, if time. You're, if, okay. One thing is, if you're the, like... If you can count how many people are in the restaurant and you're like, wait, hold on. Why is it taking like fucking 30 minutes to get my plates? Like there's there's no rush. There's right. nobody here. That's a valid argument. But if that person's like sees that the whole restaurant's booked and they're like, why am I waiting so long for my plates? There's still people oh. like that. There's still people like no, that. I remember no. yeah. I sat Carrot Top once when working at Lavo and I kid you not, bro. I sat Carrot Top down and his girlfriend, I, they just sat down. His girlfriend looked up to me and said, how come we haven't been served yet? And I was kind of taken back because I wasn't ready for that. And I was right. just, I was, I'll go grab a server right now. And I did. And as soon as I told the server, I was like, uh, she's a little upset that they didn't get served right away. And the server was like, they just got here. And I was like, I, I'm letting you know what she told me. And then she goes over there and she comes back. And she's like, Kara Top's girlfriend's an asshole. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> yeah, but some people are like that, man. And even, even Kara Top, like when, when he heard her say that, he kind of gave her the look like, could you chill out yeah, a little bit? Could out, you girl, calm like, down? We just, like, sat, we we don't just even sat down. <laughs> yeah. so I don't even know what's on the menu yet. <laughs> Yeah, the food industry is tough, man. Do you think uh, you think you're gonna stick around for a little bit? Uh, for a little bit, it's it's a it's a temporary means to an end. You know, I'm doing it because it pays the bills. Right. It really builds character. Yeah. I like to think it builds character. Anyone who is able to stick through this is gonna be a tough a tough nut to crack. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. know people who have been in this industry for 20 years. Some of them have gone crazy over it. Yeah. Some of them have really gone Seen crazy it. over it, and it's depressing. <laughs> But they stick in it because of the money, and it's 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 like a poison. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a poison. I'm Damn. telling you. All right. That's well, crazy. Be- before we close out the podcast, I kind of wanted to end on uh, just something that's heavy on in the news right now. Uh-oh. Um, what do what do you guys think about the whole taking a knee thing during the national anthem? I think it's fine. I think it's it's their right. It's it's a right that we have, and that's how I'm going to stand on it. Like I get it. I get the argument on the other side. 
right. but uh, for me personally, like if that's what you want to do, uh, who am I to tell you that you can't do that? Right. Because you oh, you're not hurting me. You're not hurting anybody. Right. You're it's like, a sad oh, protest. No. Yeah. What do you think? I, if anything, I'm, I think it's more patriotic to take a knee than just put your hand over your chest. Yeah. In like, a sense. Like, in a sense. I see. I'm very neutral about it. And I, I agree to that to a certain extent, you know, because yeah. in our country, we fought for the right for freedom. That's what a lot of people forget is that. And it's, if you're taking away a freedom from a person saying that you need to be doing this a yeah, certain way, you're basically becoming not, a different government. Yeah. You're basically becoming what? Like some sort of republic, some sort of uh, dictatorship. Yeah. My, my only issue with it is, is that um, no one seems to be asking the players what Why? the protest is about. They just seem to be jumping to conclusions. Right. That it's disgracing the flag. Right. Which it's not even the in, issue. In my opinion, sports and America and patriotism are completely separate. You know, yeah. I mean, sports did start here, but we don't. You know what I mean? You don't go to watch Friday Night Lights and, and stand and do the national anthem before the movie starts. Right. Same thing with Saving Private Ryan and a few other things. But wait, you, you don't? I don't. <laughs> I really don't. Wait, you don't? And my big issue is is I find it funny what people get upset about because it's actually against the law to put the flag on like clothes yeah. or memorabilia yeah. or like plates and napkins and and companies do <laughs> and people do and no one says a word no right but the moment one right there the moment an NFL player <laughs> takes a knee they become an overpaid son of a bitch and I'm just like you know what if that upsets you then you should protest football you should just not it, watch the, the game reason why they're even taking the knee is because he because Trump says no like, oh, it, no it, it's defending Colin Kaepernick from well, last year there was that was, and but but the, the whole like the reason why everyone started doing it is because he well, said like well if I was an NFL chairman I would have told him to take that son of a bitch out of, yeah, out of the game right yeah and so, so they were like well got a lot of heat after that yeah, yeah so like I think what what really happened was like well we're all going to take a knee let's see like are you going to all tell us that we're fired now it's like no no one's gonna you know what sucks about this whole thing dude is is I had to I had to remove my mom on Facebook because she's such a Trump supporter and oh. we, we disagree so heavily. Oh, that's rough. My, yeah. my only issue is, is after arguing with her, I realized that we have a lot of the same core values and understandings. Yeah. It's just there's so much miscommunication in the middle that trying to see both sides for some is hard. I can yeah, see both it sides. It's very difficult. And I, I'm trying to explain to my mom that I'm neutral, but she's like, if you're not again, if you don't think that that's wrong, then you must be anti-American. I'm just like, right. that's not... What America is about, it's about freedom of speech. And if you forgot what the First Amendment is, then I suggest you look up a little bit of history and what this country was founded on, you know? But Absolutely. Until then, you can't say that somebody can't protest peacefully. Absolutely. Because, yeah. like, what if ML- what if someone had been like, MLK, this is the wrong bridge. You need to go protest on a yeah. different bridge. Then yeah. we wouldn't be here right now. You exactly. Know? But I'm not saying that these guys are MLK, but I'm also saying that it's okay for them to protest. And that's, yeah. that's where I stand, too. You know, I'd like to try and be optimistic about this whole Trump presidency thing. I believe right. that with all this conflict and all these problems right now, people will benefit from it because yeah. that's what people get stronger off of yeah. is this conflict. Granted, this is a lot of BS and unnecessary conflict, yeah. but True. conflict nonetheless. And people will definitely learn. At least they should have learned their lesson. You know what I mean? This one year alone has been a big influence. It hasn't on even it. been a whole year. That's He's been I'm in saying. office, man. That's what I'm saying. And it's already done such detrimental damage to what Our previous name. presidents yeah, I mean, have done. It's, it's crazy. It's hard to stay neutral, you know, but that's where I'm trying to stand. It's Dude, just out of it and there, neutral. There, why does there have to be... A left, a side, and, and right, a right, right, exclusively. It always have to be a side. You, right. Why can't you just have an opinion about what you think is right and what you think is wrong? Yeah, right? at the given point, you know, it's so dumb. It is. 
It is. Yeah. Because, I mean, if anybody hears that you don't agree with them, you're obviously on the other side. So right. It's pretty, you know. It's like, no, it's childish. I just kind of have, like, a little bit of common sense. And, like, well, that no, doesn't if sound, you, sound that doesn't, right. That doesn't sound logistical to a yeah. Trump supporter. So if you could just chill out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, the biggest issue is probably that America is just too much to govern. It, yeah. It, look, let's look at yeah. all real successful countries here and let's compare their size to us. We have way too many places and way too many walks of life. Hold on, hold on. Are you saying that China is actually an unsuccessful government and Russia? They no. actually have a big leadership thing going on. No, like no, they no, have no, a no. huge, you know. I wasn't saying that at all. And Russia is virtually empty. So and they just have a lot of land. Oh, they have a lot of snow. <laughs> they have a lot of snow. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot of a lot of vodka, too. A lot of potatoes. A lot of, potatoes. <laughs> a lot of vodka. But, you know. And a lot of strippers. There's Sorry. There's too many, too many walks of life in America. Like, there's too yeah. many different backgrounds. Yes, it is also what we thrive off of. Yeah. But there needs to be more political power to state governors. They just need to be stronger with what they can do. Because my, yeah, and, and saying stuff like that, you become, in my opinion, when you say stuff like that, people call you anti-government. Exactly, but right? But what's they crazy is you, can, you can't... fascist or something. Yeah, yeah you, you know? can't talk about reform without you being, like, anti-government. or something, yeah. you know? It's ridiculous. Do you know what America is? America was anti-government. Yeah. They left it was, Britain they didn't want because to pay taxes. they didn't want that. <laughs> it's dumb. But People forget that. History tells us everything. And they don't realize that it's it baffles me. It, well, like I said, bro, I find it funny what people get upset about. Because I mean, it's ridiculous. We we just not too long ago had KKK people march through the street, running people over right. in their cars, right? And not only that, I'll even speak on both sides because Black Lives Matter has been a terrible influence on the black community, and and I, I think that they've sparked a lot of violence within police community too because yep. they're not really helping out. So it, it really goes both ways. Yep. Like like I said. I think that we all share the same core value that nobody wants anybody to get killed. Yeah. But it's that miscommunication in the mix that we all get lost in. It sucks, but... It sucks. And then also, like, with the whole thing with, like, uh, LeBron, like, when... Calling uh, him a bum. Dude, you really... No, 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 no. Not not LeBron calling him a bum. Did you hear about, like, the... Uh, preseason interview that they're asking him about his kid now that he's, like, old enough to drive. How is he feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, I'm scared. Like, I'm terrified. As a black parent, I am terrified. Well, I don't blame him. And 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 some people were like, "Oh, like they're 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 over proportions." Like, "Oh, statistically, it's like no, no, it's not statistically." It's, yeah, it's, fuck it's, that statistic it, it, bullshit. It's, it still happens. Like, it's I, it's an actual fear that these parents are having. I was like, I get it. Like, you might never understand what it is to like not feel fear to just go outside and to like be questioned about anything. Like at one point, like my like my parents wouldn't go outside. I know this for a fact because they've told me like once they got here into this country, they just wouldn't go outside. They didn't want to risk not like losing the opportunity of them being here to like, you know, like just a some stupid, bullshit. some bullshit right. pullover that that's going to like, like and ruin, fatally, you know, like it, 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 it and I, I, I understand where they come from and I understand what these parents are, are feeling because like, that's what my parents went through. Like I'm, I might, I might, be the bish uh the benefary oh wow i can't the bish, <laughs> bish? no uh, i might be benefiting from their sacrifice but like i understand i 100 percent understand where they come from so like for me to be like like coming from this perspective of this kind of like 
not necessarily like an, an outsider perspective but i am very well, it is kind of yeah because i'm not really you know that um like americanized you could say i think you are but it's okay. I, i'm a lot more than my family yeah. but i i i'm like you could say like i am more you're still heavily the, influenced you're right yeah by your native culture yeah yeah and so like coming from that point like i don't get it like i don't get why like and that's what i'm trying to explain to people yeah. is there's that bridge there's that gap of miscommunication where we all kind of see eye to eye when it comes to core values, moral values yeah. but it's the means to an end as to how we're gonna, how get, we're gonna there, get there yeah which which sucks because yeah. you know it's it's i don't know man it, it's a tough subject but you know i think personally we're all going to grow from this i think that's what it takes it takes yep. uncomfortable situations and yep. conversations to yeah. solve anything so yeah. hopefully if we survive it we become more beautiful and smarter on what top. What do you mean dude? if we survive it? Like, I mean, hey, I, don't, I don't. Well, dude, that. he's popping off the it's, AR. You know, right, I feel like the next picture of Trump I'm going to see is coming out from the, you know, the, the helicopter with a right, minigun. Right. Or just yeah, aiming. So he's going to have so the we're aiming right at the there. NFL stadiums like, take a knee, bitch. Take, <laughs> take that knee. So we're st- so what you're, you're predicting he's just going to become Putin. Whoa, I don't know. I think he's going to come like Obama, except the drone maestro. Like, he's going to have 18 drones flying in, and he's going to have, like, Beethoven playing in the background. He's, he's like, drinking his coffee, tweeting at the same time, take a knee, bitch, and <laughs> just pushes the button. Like, that's what I imagine. Yeah, yeah, But he's going to fire 10 people before that happens. Anyways, I don't want to leave it on a heavy note, so I uh, hope you guys had a nice uh, time enjoying this podcast while I stumble over my ending words. Sorry about that. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Sorry about uh, the late post. This will be uploaded today on Tuesday. Hopefully. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it will be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So catch you guys in the next one next week. Shadow yeah. Rail. Yeah.